This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. And the email inbox continues to be one of the most competitive arenas in marketing to get your message seen, read, and most importantly, responded to. So how do you break through the noise and the clutter to grab your prospect's attention and actually get people to respond to your emails? In this episode, we'll be following up on our last episode on email, where we talked about how to build an email list. And now we're gonna tackle the challenge of how to get people to take action once you've emailed them. Yeah, that is the million dollar question. And is, also, think of, when you think about your emails, because we get a lot of people who, and when they're sending out their digital stuff or whatever, they're just like, you know, oh man, I'm only getting a 14% open rate or whatever. You just got to think about it. Like if you sent to a hundred people, that's 14 people that saw you today that had not seen you yesterday or had not seen you at that point. And they see you and you got it. Like I think often in social and email, when we look at these percentages, these open rates and these click through rates and stuff like that, we get discouraged because the numbers are low. These are industry type averages, but you got to think about it as like actual real human beings responding, real human beings. Like I shared the example of the time that we learned on social. If a hundred people are on your story, watching your story, imagine walking into a movie theater and there's a hundred people there. Ready to listen to what Yeah, to listen to watch what you want to say. I mean, that'd be insane. You'd be nervous at that. But yet we minimize having 50 people watch our stories or 100 people. These are real human beings. We minimize 14 people opening up our email. Yeah, how would you react? Like, let's take that to TikTok with the one that got like 4 million. How would you react? Yeah, if there was 4 million people. into a crowd of 4 million people. I probably would be so (laughs) inspired. I get energy from crowds. You do, man. You like the it. hardest thing for me it's is webinars. when I present, when I present, yeah, where it's, I can't see anybody or there's like three people in front of me and it's like, oh my gosh. I, I think don't we, when present. we went uh, remote, we did like maybe two all staff meetings where the the whole team wasn't on. Yeah. And we're like, all right, we can't, you're like, yeah, <laughs> we can't I, I do can, this. I need I can't to see do this. People. I need to see people's faces, their energy. All right. But we're talking about email. So we have some tips for you. The first tip is to keep it short. So Boomerang did this study where they studied emails from constant contact customers. It was like 2.1 million customers that they, that they studied here reports. uh, They reported the ideal length of an email is between 50 and 125 words that got, that got a response rate of 50%. A similar study found that emails uh, with approximately 20 lines of text or 200 words had the highest click through rate as well. So if you're writing an email, you want to make sure that you're keeping it short. There's a caveat, though, because they also found the emails that were 10 words or shorter got a response rate of 36%, so much, much lower. Keep in mind, your prospects are only seeing, you said 14%, on average 24% of your emails. Yeah. So you want to take advantage of that moment that you have with them and keep it short. That's about a 30-second read time. Just to give you kind of an idea, 125 words is about a 30-second read time. Okay. And um, question for you, because I don't know if the research talked about this or not, is did they show anything or talk about anything that had to do with how you lay out the text? Um, because So you- I... I brought this point up before on web design, there's sort of this, or, or this copy, there's like this idea of the F shape pattern yep. where people will give greater attention to a longer line in the beginning. And then they'll yep. start to scan down the left side of the page and then they'll kind of jump in halfway through and then yep. they'll just keep sc- uh, scrolling vertically. Yep. So like, there's that kind of idea. I didn't find anything specifically on that other than when it comes to 
which is what we'll talk about next, which is this idea of keeping it simple mm. and writing emails at a third grade reading level because they perform 36% better in terms of open rates than those written at a college reading level and have a 17% higher response rate than emails written at a high school reading so level. So all you have to do is go and just write your email Take it to chat GPT and say, <laughs> I actually tried that this say, morning, literally, but I'm please, right now. <laughs> please write this email at a third grade level. Yeah. That's literally, and it will rewrite it for you. Yeah. Just that way. So, I mean, keeping it simple, that's sort of our second point there, but it's super valuable uh, that your emails are free flowing. Informal emails are the best at getting responses. If yep. you want to check your grade level of your email, one way you can do it is go into ChatGPT. Uh, I'm uh, the servers were full this morning, so I yeah, couldn't get to it. That's the problem with it. Yep. So I went to HemingwayApp.com. I've used this one before. Yeah. You have, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool. On the on the, they'll show you your reading level. They'll show you how many sentences, how many paragraphs. And it will give you suggestions of and what it'll you give can you suggestions of like down, the yep. difficult words or hard to read sentences. I ran two of our emails through that. So our best performing email, I think that we've ever sent is our, can, can I send you a sample email? Yeah. And I ran that through, it was a seventh grade reading level. There was 113 words, nine sentences, but eight paragraphs. So literally almost every sentence is its own paragraph. What is that a testament to? It is a testament that people scan. Yeah. They scan because the, the more it's like a paragraph, the more you're just scanning the quick bullet points almost. Yeah. So I ran one of our other emails through. So we had yeah. a we had a price increase recently. I mean, sure. papers going out of control, uh, crazy, you know, uh, postage is up. Um, so I ran that through this uh, testing level. It was written at a 12 grade level. <laughs> It flagged words like volatility and exceptional. It flagged sentences with more than 30 syllables. Wow. So keep that in mind. Sentences That's with crazy. more than 30 syllables uh, is harder to read. It's harder for people to pay attention to. It was super high on the formal scale. Now, here's the or, or formal scale. Here's the crazy part. That email is accessible by only 61% of the general public. When you say accessible, meaning like they can interpret it and yeah. understand it? Yeah, written at an 11.7 Really? Level. That is just shocking. Gabriel's shaking her head. Our content writer is just like, oh. English majors. Yeah, it's a travesty. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But it just, I mean, it really does go to show you, you know, how much care and how much thought you should be putting into it. But also, yeah, keep it people simple. want conversational emails. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They want to be spoken to, not spoken at. They do not want to feel like they're having to, uh, what's Dan, uh, Donald Miller say, if you confuse, you lose? Yep. Right. If you're confusing people in your email messages, you're going to lose. Another great tip here is that messages that express either moderate positivity or negativity evoked a 10 to 15 percent more responses than completely neutral emails. Wow. So don't be afraid to show emotion. In fact, it's going like, to help you get a better response. I like how it said moderate positivity because <laughs> too much be positivity too, too people don't believe because nobody's that happy. Yeah. Like nobody's that excited, right? Think about it. You're a cynic in life. When you see somebody, just, nobody's that happy. Yeah. Nobody's that positive. They're, they're full of, you know, but. So but think moderate, about, moderate so you might want to uh, type into chat GPT, make this more emotional yeah. too. You say, please write this at a third grade level. <laughs> Moderately positive. With moderate positive. With yeah. no more than 30 syllables yeah. per sentence. And it will do it for you. It will do it I'm for you. I'm freaking out at this chat GPT. All right. So there's our first two tips. Keep it short. Keep it simple. The third tip, our third tip is to keep it relevant. You want to talk about them, not yourself. Mm -hmm. You want to offer value when you can, that requires little effort on their part or little expectations on their part, right? So I think about some of the emails that I get. One of the uh, emails that got me recently was um, you know, people, now that our TikTok's kind of blowing up and Instagram and everything, people will email me yeah. and they'll say, hey, I edited a few reels for you. 
I can do this style. And they mm. would they would use an example, like I think even uh, um, Alex Hermosi was one of the examples that they used, would love to send you a sample. Is that okay? Mm. I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. I have to do nothing. Yeah. There's nothing required from me. They got a response. They sent me a sample. It didn't go anywhere, but um, they, sent, they sent the response, and now I become a qualified lead for that person. And that's really what that's, you're looking for in, in, in your email marketing. There's one that's similar that keeps getting me, and it's a little bit, it's getting me because I have so many meetings and so many calls, but they're literally going intro meeting with you on Monday. And that's the subject line. And then, and it is, Hey Luke, um, um, can I meet with you Monday at 10? I have it booked. And then they tell me their thing, but I'm always reading those emails and I'm always clicking them because I think, Oh, do I have an intro meeting on Monday? That's a great one. Yeah. And it gets me on actually looking at it. So it's funny because it's like, it gets me in. I'm not positive because I have responded to like one of them, uh, because I was actually interested and it hit the pain point that I was, um, you know, thinking about at the time, but it has got me to open almost all of them, mm -hmm. almost all of them. It's like the new, I see it as the new forward. You know how people were putting forward or reply up mm -hmm. there in their email. So you think, oh, this is a reply. So you open it. It's like the new that for me, like I'm opening them all of them, like intro meeting with you on Tuesday or meeting with you on Tuesday, meeting with you on Monday. And you're like, oh, and who am I meeting with on Monday? And then you open it and you're like, oh, I'm not really meeting with you, but you want a meeting with me on Monday. Here's a great email that you can send if you're a real estate agent and you are, um, you know, you're looking for that that reply. You want to offer value without expecting much for them. If you know your market, you know how much equity on average people have built in their homes over the last couple of years, right? Mm -hmm. So you send an email to them simply stating, uh, Luke, homes in your area have increased X dollars over the last X years, can I share with you how much your home is worth? Yeah, it's so or like, how much your uh, home equity you may have gained, yeah. right? And avoid words like equity because I don't think that's third grade. Yeah, that's not how 11, much, how much your home is worth grade. now uh, versus three years ago. And all that re requires is a yes. And that's what um, also kind of comes to our next point, which is to keep it specific. So you want to make sure that you have a single call to action. You always want to make sure that you ask a question. I kind of am uh, back and forth between this idea of creating a link to a call to action that mm. requires people to fill out a form versus simply getting people to send a reply. Because that email that I mentioned earlier, where we just ask a simple question in the, in the header, in the subject, Luke, can I send you a sample, a PDF sample? Re that gets the most just replies yeah, from people. Crazy. And the crazy part is we get no's and yeses. <laughs> so people are actually taking the time to reply yeah. and say, no, thank you. Yeah. Which just continues to qualify. Well, we just and sent build out that. an email. Connect with me on social media. Some of you maybe yeah. have got it, and we got tons of replies. Yeah, I don't know if we got a ton of negative. You guys didn't share it with me, but I got a ton of follows. No, we didn't get any negative from that. Yeah. <laughs> no, Luke, I won't follow you. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our last one here is, and and probably the most important one is keep at it. So yes, we're found that if you're going to get a reply, ninety percent of the time it's going to happen within a day. So you want to give people time, but you want to continue to follow up. Keep the follow up message concise, but be be persistent. One email is not going to get a hundred percent of your. How often do net. we send the? Um, can I send you a sample once a month? Uh, you know, on average, yeah. Yeah, once yeah. a month. Yeah. yeah. And so now send, it's kind of built well, up we as We send a, literally an email almost every day. I know some of you guys are thinking, yeah, you guys send me way We average one emails. email a day. Yeah, yeah, we are one email a day. <laughs> hey, what good's a list if you don't hit the list, you know? That's what Grant Cardone says. Hit the list. Yep. All right, here's a bonus tip for you. Uh, kind of a trivia question. Which sign-off do you think was the most effective? 
Okay, so which of these four sign? You know what a sign yeah. off is, right? Yeah, yeah. So which sign off do you think would be the most effective? Thanks, thank you, thanks in advance, or best? Thanks, thank Th- you, thanks in advance, or Th- best? I would say thanks. Thanks. Yeah, that was the second best. Uh-huh. So you were pretty close. Thanks in advance. Thanks in advance. I, I, that's what's, oh man, my gut was going. I'll oh, say thanks in advance, but you know why I went with thanks? Because I always say thanks Dude. in my email. So I was like, nah, thanks is probably more natural. <laughs> so a sixty-six percent of uh, response rate. Thanks was sixty-three percent. Thank you was fifty-eight percent. It makes best sense. So you have lowest, some you, obligation at that yeah. point. You feel like you. Oh, I have to now respond. See, I'm the opposite. If I see thanks in advance, I'm like, I'm not going to. Yeah, respond. I'm not responding to you. Don't you dare assume yeah. what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right, so there you go. There are some tips on how to get people to respond to your emails. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for those show notes. We're going to lay those out for you because I know we go kind of quick in these silver dollars. If you like this episode and want to show your support, uh, we ask you to head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, drop us a five-star review, and leave a comment. And the best way to show your support is to share this episode with a friend. All right, so I'm I'm looking – I'm in the market for, like, a new dog, right? Okay. Um. My current dog, I can't actually take to the park uh, because the ducks keep trying to bite him. Yeah, the ducks keep trying to bite him. I guess that's what I get for getting a purebred dog. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, a purebred. Last bread. week was better. Last I laughed so bread. hard when I read that. <laughs> I like having Gabrielle on the Zooms here because I can see her reaction. You can see her reaction. Her reaction. She's just like looking up like, what the? <laughs> All right. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on social. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. Oh, man. Okay. So I'm still trying to recover from that dad joke. Here <laughs> is the action item for you guys. is Look at your emails and ask yourself, hey, are you doing your emails at a third grade writing level and are they 50 to 100? words and see if you can go write an email this week that is that actual email and if you're in real estate use josh's example of hey homes have increased by this month would you like to know what your home is worth Mm -hmm. like do something like that this week remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action take action on that today